this question online earlier, and it said you have to uh, you have to delete one of these four actors from history. Oh shit! Here we go. And the choices are Brad Pitt, no nope. Christian Bale, yeah. Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'd go Tom Cruise. Bye. I don't care that he gave us Mission Impossible. Yeah, I've I've oh. never I've never honestly sat through a full Mission Impossible. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why you're killing Tom Cruise because you haven't seen. His I'm sorry, movie. Nick. The movie should be called Movie Impossible because I can't stand and watch it all the way through. One of these days, I'm going to give it a real legitimate shot. We even, Delisi and I even tried this thing during like during this whole situation where we were like, oh, why don't we watch every movie as part of a series? We watched half of the first Mission Impossible. And we're like, it's just right, not this, that good. <laughs> this isn't it. In 2020, that's like starting the Fast and the Furious franchise and going through all of them and like literally not it just starting at five. Oh, I could do that once a quarter. Oh, my well, God. Those movies are worse. The early movies are worse than the fucking early Mission Impossible movie. The, the, are you saying the early Fast and the Curious is worse than the early Mission Impossible? Yes. Literally what he just said. I, I'm yes. just clarifying. That is, that is what that's, I'm saying. Yes. I'm clarifying. God damn it. That is insulting to Vin Diesel who. It's insulting to Paul Walker. Turned down film. Fast 2 because he thought that the first one was a classic that could stand on its own. It still does. Well, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing at all because he turned down. He almost turned down the fucking franchise so he could do, go do Chronicles of fucking Riddick. Or oh, so, so they off right. They offered him twenty five million dollars to do two, but and I mean two two is pretty bad, right? I mean it's is it's it yeah. the one with Tyrese? Two, yeah. two is yeah. probably the worst of the franchise. Two is bad. Four is bad. <laughs> Three is bad. I don't blame him for turning down two because that one sucked, but. I mean, once you turn down two and then you see three and you hear that three is just going with a bunch of nobodies, like at that point, like you're Vin Diesel, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to just do shitty Chronicles of Riddick, I guess. If I remember correctly, he only his agreement to come back to these movies was that he wanted some form of creative control with the movies. Like he wanted say in how the story plays out. But Chronicles of Riddick is like his passion project. Yeah, they made him executive producer. So he like gets final say on fucking scripts from here on out. Oh yeah, I wrote in the script that I get to make out with uh, the Elsa Pataki, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like she's totally cool with me having like Michelle Rod- Rodriguez here too. Like we're just one big old happy family, and uh, we're just doing this whole thing. Oh, and I'm also gonna make out with this other foreign girl, but she's gonna end up with Han. I put it in the script that even though The Rock is like a foot taller than me and a hundred pounds heavier, I'm still gonna go toe to toe with him and beat his ass. Listen, I'm gonna fuck him up. Okay, I don't care that he's some like hyper trained like super cop Antonio, did you did you see some of the questions that we had yeah i answered some of them oh you did okay so i stuck to at the end because i i'm really confused we have a page and a half of what the fuck questions we can can ignore the twink question i'm fucking i'm so ready to jump into this because i'm uh, (laughs) this is i feel like this is going to make for some really good conversation i got your answer for number 11 it's fine oh you okay you do yeah Ryan, I, I posed a question. Um, okay. You have to delete one of the f- four, one of the following four actors from history. Ooh, Brad Pitt, Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise. Russell Crowe. <sighs> oh, I was so shocked that you went there. Really? That would have been my second choice. I thought you wouldn't do that. Who, who do you think I was going to go with? 
I I I didn't know. I just thought you wouldn't do Russell Crowe. I thought you were a big uh, big Gladiator and Tom Cruise replaces him in Gladiator now in this timeline. It's a lot of running. Yeah, they are the same height. He doesn't get on the horse. He just straight up runs to go see where his family was killed, and he actually ends up beating the army there. I mean, he would. Brandon, Antonio, what you got? I guess it'd be Tom Cruise. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I'm going Russell Crowe, but I don't want to. I mean, I love <laughs> I love Master and Commander. I love Gladiator. You are a big Master and Commander. It's guy. a great, great fucking movie. Brandon, you and I should just do a, a, a duo pod where we just talk about Master and Commander. Oh, God. I can talk about that film forever, man. It's great. We're nerds. Well, who, oh, so who did everybody say? I'm sorry. Just real quick. Who did everybody say? I said get rid of Tom Cruise. Same. But you knew that. But then I realized now that we're talking about it, I thought that I would get no Last Samurai. You get no Tropic Thunder either. You could get you could get Russell Crowe as the Last Samurai. Mm. I don't know if that works. It doesn't. He can't fit into the uh, the gear. I mean, you'd have no Top Gun, no Risky Business. Yeah, like, I can and, pass and, on and all know, of those. And I, and I know you'd have people play those parts, but it just wouldn't just wouldn't be the same. All right, we doing this? We talking about? Things that we watched this week. I'm I'm ready. We are. Hey guys, uh, what you been watching this week? So I've been watching Love Lovecraft. Oh, okay. No, fuck We're you, Derek. I, I don't have time. Never mind. Derek, go first. I I want to hear about Lovecraft Country because I do too. No, I, yeah. So I watched Lovecraft Country. If I mean, obviously, if you know Lovecraft, you you know that it deals with the supernatural. So you're kind of waiting for it to get to that point, but my God, you can definitely tell that Jordan Peele has his hand in it as well as JJ Abrams, but it does a very good job of kind of setting this just uneasy, creepy tone throughout the entire first episode, just like a lot of Jordan Peele movies do. Um, I like it. Like it's the first episode did enough to get me to watch the second episode when it comes out. Didn't it, uh, didn't it start with a love, like in the first minute, isn't there like a Cthulhu? It it shows him it shows him right off the bat, and then Jackie Robinson cuts him in half with a baseball bat. It's pretty pretty wild. Yeah, um, and I am uh, curious because Journey is, is in it, and she's yeah, you know, she's very attractive, and also uh, she's also a talented actress, but also she's very very attractive. I've heard uh, I've heard very positive things about her performance in this brandon oh so. is there does she have uh, a lot of no that's not what i'm you actually meant her performance okay never mind i've seen a lot of people compliment her outfits yes i was alluding <laughs> to the fact that she apparently looks very good in this oh, okay but there's not a lot of plot in it. wait <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything about that no no there's no there's not a whole lot of plot in it brandon if you're if you're trying to watch it for the plot this isn't it's, it's not, you're not going to watch this for the plot. I mean, As I he does. Right. It's an HBO show, so I just figured there would be some plot. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not Game of Thrones level plot. <laughs> Nine more episodes. There's, there's time. Brandon, did you, uh, did you watch anything this week? Uh, Lindsay showed me this trailer for this movie, uh, Inheritance. Uh, so we watched that because she, you know, was pretty, pretty set on, on watching. It's got, uh, <clears throat> it's got Lily Collins in it and, uh, Simon Pegg and Chase Crawford, uh, the deep from the boys, yeah. which, you know, was great. He's, he's 
great in it. Um, Simon Pegg actually is really good in it. You know, a bit of a, uh, I guess, departure from what he normally does, maybe. He plays a dude who's kept in a bunker for 30 plus years. It, it, it was. It's an okay movie. It's a movie. You can see it. Okay. Of all the movies you've seen, would you say that it's one of them? Definitely a movie that I have seen. So, one of the movies that I have seen in my lifetime. <laughs> That's good. Sounds excellent. Jennifer? Um, what is it? We watched a few things, but we watched Baby Driver. Again, because it's just that good. Nick it rewatched is. a movie? Yeah. Well, actually, both of these are rewatches. Baby yes. Driver is rewatchable, though. So good. It's like listening to your favorite album. Um, we 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 did also. Uh, we watched Ocean's Twelve. It's been a couple. Shut the fuck up, Antonio, because I don't believe that you watched that. I don't. I don't think you did. We were doing the we 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 got to the Matsui scene and I was like Ryan, don't you remember Jennifer when Ryan said this and Antonio just sat there and didn't respond at all? Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. Um, it's a little. It's the best of the three. Rough, but uh, uh, whoa, 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 hold on. What parts are rough? Boy, I'm not entirely in love with the Catherine Zeta Jones plotline. Antonio, what do you think of the Catherine Zeta Jones plotline? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't like her plot or her? Okay, okay. I I, I think you. it's also kind of a cop out. I don't like it when heist movies do this. It's kind of a cop out the way that things ultimately sort themselves out. <laughs> Antonio, shut the Antonio, I hate you. I hate you so much. That's so good. So good. I, it's my favorite out of the three. Interesting. Uh, like a lot a lot. of lot of lot of good lines in it. A lot of good lines. And Soderbergh is Soderbergh's a genius. So, Antonio, you uh, you watch anything this week? Boy, you guys aren't ready. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, I watched. Uh, I've been watching uh, Immigration Nation on Netflix. But uh, it's it's pretty heavy, so wow. I'm still like three Not episodes sure. away. Uh, so I thought I would watch something that has been talked about in the group chat this week uh, that involves I, I've heard immigrants, and uh, so I watched Hamilton. <gasps> and whose face do I want to see? Do I want to see Amanda or do I want to see Jen's face? I want to see Amanda. You you should have you you should have seen. I I knew where you were going, and I immediately went to Amanda's face. Yeah, recognition. Ooh, remember that face, because there's a an apology is in order, and uh, <gasps> the cast of Hamilton think they owe me an apology for wasting my time. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and uh, they should just go ahead and apologize to Mike Pence for 2016 uh, for making him. I was through get off this fucking island. I unmuted my mic because I was hours. excited, and I cannot believe this. This is oh shit. This is unheard of. What's your biggest problem with it? Biggest, just one, just one big problem. Why? Why did you not like it? I'm just curious. Uh, I guess I don't like musicals. Is what I'm finding out. I get it. I fucking hate musicals too, and I love Hamilton. How fucking dare you? I like it. I respect it. 
I respect a man. I respect a man who knows what he likes. God damn it. Even if what he likes is wrong. Actually, yes. Now, I don't find how any of you guys could find any of the music on that catchy. Are you, are you fucking kidding me right now? I mean it this time. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, is, is this is is this turning into a Hamilton episode? I'm gonna make Ryan nominate it so that everybody who actually wants to talk about it can can vote for it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. There wasn't one song, Antonio, one song on the album oh, no. that you were just like, oh, this is this 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 is good. Nothing. <laughs> okay. This physically hurts my stomach. I don't even have words. I can't. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out who was who was gonna be upset more. Amanda, Brandon, or Jen. That's why I was trying to figure out which face I wanted to see. <laughs> Luckily we were able to redeem this movie this uh week with a good immigration movie called uh Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I'm oh, out. Boy. I'm out. No. <laughs> oh boy. This podcast is over. I'm done. It's all I about the, it's all about the American dream of moving to Japan and drifting cars for the yakuza. Boy, um, told you I was bringing the heat. Come on, yeah, don't don't antagonize Antonio all week for picking for picking Tokyo Drift. Uh, Antonio, thank you, thank you for bringing the spice so so early. We're doing Tokyo Drift. I think you I think you brought the wasabi. What? Nothing. Eric, don't be racist. <laughs> I heard wasabi. <laughs> We're doing Tokyo Drift. That's true, Derek. Yes, we're do- we're doing Tokyo Drift, the third installment of the classic Fast and Furious franchise. By now, classic, I guess. About an an American teen who gets in one little race, and his mom gets scared, and she says he's moving to his dad's house in Japan. The cadence is wrong there. Um, I I got where you were going. And then he learns how to drift so quickly. So, so quickly. Um, this got quite a few votes. This week, um, did anybody who who voted for it want to want to get into why? I think I think we all might have similar answers here. To attack Antonio, <laughs> I wanted to give Antonio the opportunity to shine. I want to give the people what they want more. Antonio, I was just looking for an excuse to watch Fast and Furious. Yeah, you're the only one that actually wanted to watch it. Apparently, Antonio didn't want to watch it either according to the way the votes shook out. Hey, but I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, it was a lot better than I remember. Mm. Yes. Mm. It wasn't yes. as fu- it wasn't as furious as I remember it was. Oh, it was very fast though. Um yeah, I uh I also voted for it because I I wanted I wanted to hear from Antonio. Antonio uh Antonio, why did you why did you nominate this movie? Uh, well, you guys ruined it. It was just supposed to be a running gag that I was going to nominate Tokyo Drift for five, six weeks on end, never get voted. Eventually, we'd be big enough to where we can create a poll. Maybe it would get voted on by our listeners. Called your bluff. And then y'all ruined it by did voting you, for it. Did you think that the public would back you up? The silent majority, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> In looking at our numbers of downloads, I would say that this movie had a pretty good chance of winning, being that Wild Wild West is our most listened to episode. <laughs> so there's a good chance that this one would have probably won. I would like to ask all of our listeners to go to the nearest reflective surface, stare deeply into your own eyes, and ask yourself who you are as a person. 
do they want or do they listen to that one because no one else wants to talk about it? So probably the only mention of it in the podcast app. They wanted to listen to it because they remember Wild Wild West being a great movie. And that's still true today. Mm. Well, in that case, you know, maybe maybe they'll listen to maybe they'll listen to this episode for honestly, I don't know what reason they'll listen to this episode. Um, maybe they'll listen to this episode because it's just got so goddamn interesting, right? Like who doesn't who doesn't love a transplant movie? Like Antonio and Justin Lin, this is going to be the episode that saves the fun table. (laughs) (laughs) This is my launching point. Okay, I'm going to... No, I'm not going to say it yet. What are you going to say? I was going to say Antonio's rant about Tokyo Drift saving the franchise is not entirely wrong because when the last 10 minutes happened, I was like... I think Antonio's right. Wait, <laughs> yeah, here we so, go. All right, oh, okay. So like, well, no, 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 no. no I was Wait just gonna, I was just gonna build off of that. Not about the movie being good, about it saving the franchise because now you want to watch the next one because you're like, Domp? what are you doing here? Right, and so I guess to kind of piggyback off of that. In preparing for this one, you know, I read a lot and watched a Justin Lin interview about this. And he really, he believes that this movie really is the movie that uh, saved this franchise, both artistically and financially. Uh, I think they put like $80 million into it and got uh, a huge return on it. And it was very well received. So much so, actually, and there's a couple of interesting things in here. Um, Han, who very, you know, controversially you know, meets his in by this mysterious Mercedes that just rams into him randomly during a chase, which didn't make any sense. Uh, Han is actually one of Universal um, who owns this, owns the rights to this, uh, their most popular character ever. He is the most well-tested character or most well-liked Universal character that the studio has ever had. Rightfully so. This movie almost doesn't get made, I guess, unless there was a couple of things that happened behind the scenes the head of universal at the time was uh transitioning into a new position at dreamworks and so there was not as much oversight um on this movie as there or i guess i input from studio heads as there would have been if that wasn't happening for instance it uh it looks like a movie that didn't have a lot of oversight um (laughs) I don't. Okay, so so I'm pushing back a little bit on this. I mean, I think that these original movies seem to have a pretty low budget. At least the first four didn't really have a budget over one hundred million dollars. This seems to be the lowest performing uh, by far, as far as all time ranking. This is the only one that doesn't crack the top thousand in North America, which I think is pretty interesting. The other ones made basically the first one made gosh like five times its budget. The second one made three times its budget this one only barely they didn't even make half which i find interesting but again the fourth one made like four times its budget so you know there's a there is a turning point here people wanted to come out and see the fourth one i think this is a is a good movie to choose because it's, it's tokyo drift right it, it kind of stands on its own island within the franchise you know it, it doesn't involve any of your normal fast and furious characters except for han we already mentioned and he's sort of a supporting role um, it takes place in, in a, an area that 
that the previous ones hadn't, I guess, you know, now, now everything is international in the Fast and Furious franchise. For me, that was kind of the appeal, I guess, when this first came out was that this was like a completely separate plot wise and everything. It was sort of free to do its own thing. Did that, did that work for you guys? What, what do you guys, what do you guys think about, uh, about the, the events of what happened in this movie? Okay, so like first off, I am not a car guy. I'm not a race person. I'm not anything like that. So I was I remember back in those days I was like, "Oh, what's a drift?" Like, I'll I'll go watch that movie cuz they're not going to go in straight lines anymore. I guess they're drifting to the side or some shit like that. I, I that's what I just assumed. So that had my interest peaked. I literally just saw it because it was a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> I'm sure at some point we're going to get Fast and the Furious versus the Transformers in space and I'll be there opening weekend for it. <laughs> Okay, so Derek, I mean, did you um, did the fact that it was its own sort of thing was that a is that a good thing? Do you think that that's a good thing for this movie? Does that work in it? It's favor. I think it was just because at this point, I mean, obviously there was there was a there was a connection between one and two through Brian, right? But with this one, there's no connection between two to three, and I thought it was kind of like a soft reset for the entire franchise. And so then they came back and they've you know made a bunch since then. And they've kind of found a way to to shoehorn everybody into them in all these different ways. But I thought it worked as a soft reset. And I thought it kind of appealed because the fact that it, it wasn't relying on Paul Walker. It wasn't relying on Vin Diesel or, you know, Tyrese Gibson or anything like that. But a lot of people that I've talked to that are like gearheads said that one of the things that they liked about the movie is the, is the fact that one drifting is an actual like art form for people that are into it. Like there are like competitive drifters and things like that. They liked that the movie actually kind of gave tribute to that and focused more on the cars and the story kind of took a, kind of took a backseat. Um, but I mean, for me, it was really just as simple as hell. Yeah. It's fast and furious. Let's go see what's up. Oh, they're in Japan. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was a spinoff cause it didn't have any of the same characters. And, and, and I think it's still to this day is kind of, at least when I think of Fast and Furious, it's almost kind of like the the redheaded stepchild of the other ones. Like it gets forgotten. Obviously, there are people that that have this as their favorite Fast and the Furious movie, but I think for me, it, it kind of gets forgotten among the others. But it's all—I mean, it's Who's also favorite. Is it like Lucas Black's mom? <laughs> it's not even Lucas Black's. <laughs> y'all see, y'all see little Lucas in that there movie. Look at him; he's so good drifting that car. Look at that little Bama boy. Look at him; his big old head, little Lucas talking to that mexican girl (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know they had him over there in japan (laughs) i will say as someone who grew up in a very asian community we were very excited about this movie it was probably the most anticipated at least through the first five that's the only i've only seen the first five but i was i guess we were all teenagers at that time so my circle of friends was very asian when i started dating amanda i was like She's going to have a Honda Civic. She has to. She pulled up in a fucking Dodge Stratus. I was like, what is this? You're I, Asian. It would have it would have been funny if they just like threw on. Where's your Celica? Just some ridiculous like Asian stereotypes in the movie. Like, I don't know. Maybe have a scene where she teaches Lucas Black how to measure rice properly. Wow, you went there. Okay. <laughs> He's I'm only making this. that joke because I taught him how to measure rice recently. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, and I, and I remember asking her, I'm like, Amanda, I'm really sorry if this is racially insensitive, but I'm really fucking up my water to rice ratio. Can you help me? (laughs) And she, and she's like, all right, throw away, throw away your measuring cups. Let me teach you the finger trick that my mom taught me. And so sure enough, 
like I followed this one Korean chef on Instagram and like he did the same thing. And I sent her the story and I'm like, Amanda, look, he's doing the finger thing. And <laughs> all I'm thinking of is like, what if they uh, like, what if they just shoehorned in some like Asian stereotypes and they probably would have fucked it up too. They probably would have thrown in like, like Chinese stuff, like Korean stuff, Vietnamese stuff. Who knows? Actually, you know, Justin Lin did it. So I would hope that he would get it right. Yo, being white sounds fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's it's wild, man. I mean, being white, <laughs> being white's wild sometimes. Um, he's got to tread lightly on everything. He's like, I don't I, know if I'm gonna offend you. Who who is treading lightly here in this conversation? <laughs> Shit's wild. Shit's wild. Okay, let's uh, let's do cards first. Do we? Um, uh, because I, I think it's interesting. I did I did hear, I think that was an anecdotal comment, but I did hear or read that this is uh, this is very high up there in the Fast and Furious franchise for gearheads for people who are into cars. Like this is the one that seemed like it feels the most um, car centric, I guess. But I am not a car person. Is anyone is are, is anyone here a car person? No, I'm 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 not. Did we not get any car people? Okay, I wanted to be because I wanted a Mitsubishi Eclipse or a Toyota Celica when I was in high school. I saw Amanda wrote that. I saw Amanda wrote. Amanda thought the same exact thing. I'm sorry. I wanted each of those cars, and I wanted a '98 Honda Civic that they had like in Fast and Furious, like the original. Mm -hmm. But I still think a two door Jag could kill a fucking 350Z. (laughs) Well, I mean, yes. First of all. Second of all, that Viper in the beginning is dr- being driven by a man or a boy that is a man. <laughs> no, 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 not a boy, a man. The 35-year-old high schooler who uh which is disrespectful to him by the way. He's he was 25 at the at the time of That was a that was a rough 25. I mean, he can he can drive that he he can barely drive that car and he's still beating Lucas Black racing fucking savant, which um and now that I think about it, since nobody's a fucking race person, let's just get into questions. Because um, why does Lucas Black suck so much at racing? Like, how is the plot point here that he's supposed to be like this prodigy? So I actually have an explanation for that that was given to me by somebody that is a gearhead. So first off, he said that American cars, you don't. he said you don't drift American cars. Sure. He was, he was like, it's simple as that. He was like, the belief was that Lucas Black in the movie was like an American muscle car guy, kind of in the same way that Vin Diesel is, you know, stuff like that. And so that he would have zero experience drifting whatsoever, at least for him explaining it to me, that was his justification of why he was so terrible when trying to learn how to drift. Cause he's like, when you make a change, cause obviously, wait, wait, hold on. But do you mean like a bad racer or a bad drifter, bad drifter? Like, are you talking, no, 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 Nick, are you talking about like the first race? Like, was he bad in the first race? Yes. How? Ah. He won. He's getting, beat by this guy who's driving his dad's viper did he with, win ex- with an extra 100 pounds in there yeah and the vi and a vi all right i i don't i don't know a ton about cars but i know in a, in a straightaway race a viper is going to smoke tons of cars but that wasn't a straightaway there were multiple turns and he there were houses one there were multiple turns but when it got yeah. to the straightaway the viper took off he did cheat he cheated very very blatantly and it took like a very a way shorter fucking yeah, he, he he did what everybody does on, on Rainbow Road in Mario Kart. He didn't fall off the side, Derek. <laughs> he cheated. 
<laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> we hadn't gotten that ridiculous yet. That's the, ne- that's the next Fast and the Furious. It's Fast and Furious Rainbow Road. <laughs> Antonio, I have a quick question for you. What's up? If you were the eldest home improvement boy, what the fuck is his name? Zachary Ty Bryan. Would you risk your fucking $80,000 car over your high school girlfriend? I'd like to think I wouldn't. But I was in high school and I was dumb, so. I mean, but is it over his girlfriend? I probably wasn't aware of the of the money that the, you know, tool time was bringing me. She pimped herself. She did, and I was offended in 2020 that those men accepted. Someone should have stood up for her and said, no, you don't have to do this. You're worth more than this race. You can be a strong, independent woman. She she didn't want to be safe, Brandon. It wouldn't have been worth it. In fact, this whole movie, women were treated like a commodity. To be traded, and it was offensive. At one point, when DK comes comes in and he's got that gun, and what's her face? Neela's like, "I'll, I'll go with him. To get him to leave, once again, women being treated like a commodity in this film. This offensive Yeah, film. but there's the one scene where she got to drift and you're like, oh yeah, equality. <laughs> that was the one in women empowerment scene. She was allowed to drift. Yeah, she, she was allowed to drift his car. Someone allowed her to. Well, he wanted to see her drift, so. You know what I, I really wanted to hear more of is, obviously Sean's dad is... I guess he's he's military, but yeah. I think at one point Sean's dad references like not making the same mistakes that he made, and yeah. I I want to know what did Sean's dad do? Did he also get mixed up with Yakuza? He walked away from his family, so he's saying not to walk away from your problems. Yeah, he did, uh, the, stere- okay. he did the the stereotypical military thing where you get stationed in Japan and you find a wife. Was that his wife though? That was his wife yeah. at the end. No, 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 not a wife, but like. There's a reason that people in Japan hate people in the military because they're always like acting up. Like, act. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep it PG. They're always acting up and causing issues in Japan. And his dad, his dad is an example of that military stereotype where you go hooking up with Japanese women. I, I, is that acting up? Is is having sex with the locals acting up? Because I mean, I feel like that's a stereotypical like American. Nick, Nick, Nick Nick's trying, Nick's trying to draw it out of me. I just don't, I don't I don't know where the line is here. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, like this dude comes this dude comes into the school and like starts his drifting, causing all these problems, and Lil Bow Wow's just trying to live his life in Japan, just trying to make an honest living with his Hulk with his Hulk mobile. All right, anybody uh, anybody else got any questions about this movie that we can explain? Are we are we just are we picking nits here? Because I've got questions. Like, why is Han the only one who finds a problem with DK chasing around schoolgirls? Why are either of them hanging around like 16-year-olds? Are they 16? Well, Han was hanging out with older women. Yeah, and Han did at one point kind of get the the older women off of Lucas by reminding them that he was was underage, even though he looked 30. Right? Oh, my God. I was like, dude, you look like you're 30. (laughs) Your haircut looks like you're 30. That's why I love the transition where it shows Vin Diesel going to meet him in like the most recent Fast and the Furious because you get the scene at the end of this movie and then you get Lucas Black now and the hairline is just shot straight to the back. <laughs> and it's it's so abrupt and it's, it's like it's like a five second transition because you get the scene of him like pulling up. So you get Lucas Black when this came out and then like go like they take off racing and the next thing you know they're standing next to each other and Lucas Black has aged like 15 years. So now he looks 55. 
Jen, I have to ask mm-hmm. this question because Amanda's biased. Yeah. Who looks younger? Lucas Black then in 2006 or me? Shit, I'd say you, Ryan. I'd say it's about a tie. What in the... Okay, I'll take Get that. Get his ass. Get I'll, his I'll, ass. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. I knew you weren't going to side with me. Well, he doesn't look old. He doesn't look young. He just looks there. Like, he's he looks, not like... He looks tired. He doesn't look like he's in high school, but he also yeah. doesn't look like he's supposed to be... He's got. He has the. Bo- he has the body of a high schooler with the with the but the face of like a thirty five year old. Does he though? Hey, fuck you. That's my life every day. <laughs> Would you hit puberty, Ryan? Thirty five. Still waiting. I thought the question was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the legal age? What is the legal age in Japan? If I if I Google <laughs> age of if I Google age of consent in Japan, I'm gonna end up on a list. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Brandon, you do it. <laughs> Brandon, do that. You're already on the list. I was going to say, I'll take care. I'll take care. Oh, my God. It's 13. Oh, my God. In all the prefectures? It says, no, it says it changes in different prefectures. Eric, stop. Stop. Put the fucking phone down. I can't. Oh, God. I, this I is to, for your protection. I'm so curious. I need to know, but I shouldn't click on it. Okay, Tokyo's youth protection law. Nick, no sexual activity. I put it on. I put it on incognito. It's okay. Okay. Tokyo's youth protection law prohibits sexual activity with youths who are under eighteen in most circumstances, though they do add exceptions for sex in the context of a sincere romantic relationship, as we see in Tokyo Drift. Yes, a lot of romance. In Tokyo very Drift. sincere. Very sincere. Yeah, uh, speaking of, I think, I don't know who posed this question, but it's an interesting question. Um, how exactly does Lucas Black, actually, no, I, I really wanted to do this chronologically, but there are so many things that are wrong with this movie in so little time. Um, Hold on, Nick, I have to stop you. Give me one thing off the top of your mind right now. What is wrong with this movie? And go. Oh, boy. What's one thing that's wrong with this just movie? Just one. So what's the biggest thing, the biggest problem? You just want to just, like, punch in the face. The biggest problem? It's Robin? not Lucas Black. I've already I've already claimed him. Um You want to think about this that? Is, one this is this is this is out of turn. We're all on the edge of our seats because we all have an answer. Come on, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I mean I've got mine. <laughs> What's like your one just biggest just punch in the face? Like mine is like, bro, Lucas Black. Okay. Could you not just have like a different accent for this movie? Like could you just not could you not speak American? That would require being an actor of some talent. I mean I have I have one. And it's pretty simple. The whole resolution to the movie <laughs> is a fucking race. Yes. And I know that it's fast and furious. Come on, Antonio. Come on. How I'm is ready. it how is it that you are going to resolve your fucking problems with the Yakuza? Like, let's just say for a minute that Lucas let, let's say that Sean wins the wins the race and fucking DK is still alive. Where the fuck is DK gonna go? Like he like he's grown up in Japan all his life, and now DK's just got to leave his loser home city. Loser leaves town, not loser leaves country. So stupid. Go to fucking Osaka. But, DK has to leave town if he's alive. He the car doesn't flip over, which we could address later. Then he fucking goes to Osaka and just continues the family business. And does there. what though? Does what? Because he's yakuza, and that's like the only thing that he does. What is I he know, but do? the Yakuza is everywhere he's in Japan, fucking, right? Like he can't be like he's not going to be working for his uncle anymore, right? Because his uncle—he shamed his uncle. That's the whole reason we're racing. Well, he's got to—he's got to rebuild the rebuild the legacy. He—he he clearly can't be an accountant because he didn't notice the money that was missing. So that's that's my other problem. Go back with to this school. Fucking film is, and I'm hoping that you can address this. Han's rich. 
Why is Han ripping off DK? If you remember get- in Fast and Furious 6, Ty- uh, Tyrese is asking for money and Ludacris is saying, how are you a millionaire and still going to be asking for money? That's how you stay rich. That's why mm-hmm. he's ripping off DK. No, so Han no, can no, stay no, rich no. by getting That's more money. Fucking, it's fucking lazy. Wait, why are we talking about the sixth one if this is the third one? If we're wanting... <laughs> I'm answering Brandon's question. Yeah, well, yeah, my question is predicated on five where they, they're fucking Wait, rich Han's in the five. fifth and sixth oh my one? God. Yeah. yeah. He died. Four, five, and six are prequels. Yeah, Polar it's like alert. a... I'm, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. I'm, this, is in a, this, is in, this is in a bit. I've only seen up to three. Four, five, and six are prequels to three. Seven okay. and three take place at the same time, roughly, in that timeline. Yes. Yes. Tell, tell a similar... Well, they have they have one scene that... We need, we need a flowchart for this. Wait, what? <laughs> so wait, when does this when does this take place? This takes place during seven. Okay, so, yes, the end of six, beginning of seven. Or shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. End of six, beginning of seven. When yeah. does four take place? Before three. Four takes place before three. So does five. So does six. The timeline is one. What the two, fuck? Why didn't one, anybody two, tell me this one, before? Two, four, five, six, three, seven. <laughs> yeah. So Han's not okay. So it, wait. Nobody's nobody's ever really gone. Okay, it's like it's like, it's like a it's like a Marvel movie. Well, it's like a Star Wars movie. It'd be like killing off like a, a like a Letty or something. Like what the oh, fuck boy. are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Man, boy, you're catching up with you, Ryan. Can you imagine if they killed off Letty? What the and fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Should we just tell Ryan now? Should we tell Ryan about Letty? No. Unacceptable, <laughs> Ryan. I'm I'm sitting this I'm I'm sitting this one out. Ryan, Letty Letty dies in four, and comes back in six. Hold on, hold on, Antonio. You're you're not doing it justice, Ryan. Letty dies, okay, but then she comes back. But then get this. All right, you ready? Grab on. To, hold on to something. She doesn't remember anybody because she has amnesia. What of the course. Like days of our lives. And now she's against them. But then wait, through the power of love, she is saved and rejoins the team and remembers everything. And she's totally cool with Vin Diesel having a baby with the chick that he was with in five or six. Well, I don't want to veer too far off, but that's like the biggest problem with any sort of timeline. But let's go back to Tokyo Drift because then we're going to end up doing the Batman thing again. I don't want to do that. I agree. I'm sorry. Ryan's going to watch them all yes, this week. I'm, I'm sorry. I just want to know. Han is rich. Why is Han ripping off? Because that's how he that's how he got rich. When have you ever known a rich man to be like, okay, I have enough money, and then just stand pat? But like, why fucking DK? This is, like this. This is literally this is like Steve. This is Steve Bannon, who apparently is a multimillionaire uh-oh. stealing from that fucking charity for like nothing. He's got he's got like fifty three million dollars, and he's stealing like a million because what? That's the equivalent of Han taking presumably like. Literally, right, Lucas the, Black pays it back with the two bag tiny didn't, little. Yeah, it didn't look like there was that much money in there. But that's the thing, though. Like, how much money was stolen? Because DK's reaction to the whole shit seems so overblown. That was actually it. Was actually just a bunch of twenties. It was like four hundred bucks, <laughs> right? Like they deal in yen. Those cars are like seventy five thousand dollars each. Yeah, it would have been the the alternate ending is they finish the race. Lucas Black wins, and then the uncle's still like, "Listen, I'm still going to kill somebody." So, 
But we still haven't answered the question, like, why is a race the re- like the solution to the problem? And why is Sean having to solve the problem? He's solving it for his friend Han, who, who he thinks is dead. And so he can save Neela, who doesn't want to be part of that family anymore. And as far as why is it's a race, when you watch wrestling in the old days, when two people had, you know, bad blood, they would say, let's have a match. The loser leaves town and they just accepted it. The loser left town. So it's based on 80s stuff. So the race in the beginning of the movie and then the race that ends the movie, both caused by. And also, like, if you I'm not going to justify saying that this was a great story or anything, but. Like, he still needed that redemption of beating DK before the movie ended. Like, DK humiliated him at, in the beginning of, during that race. You can't just go this whole movie without have, having some sort of redemption for Sean and having him not, you know, not race DK or lose to him again. Unless you guys wanted a Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift Part 2, which I wouldn't be opposed to. But you had to have that redemption. How you got there is going to be real choppy, but you had to get there. I was I was waiting for you to 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 get that whenever whenever at some point throughout the questioning I thought you were going to say well you guys seem to want a lot from this movie maybe maybe we maybe they should do a sequel to it God talking about maybe you guys would like it better that being fucking te- the most terrible thing you could possibly do would be to Will make there a be better yeah. actors in it because if there's a better actors I might be down What about a better story will there also be a better story Wait what was your problem with the story it was Karate Kid meets Cars. We just said what was wrong with the story. I mean, I, it's Karate Kid okay. with Cars. Right, like, I don't. What more do you want? You're winning me over. I mean, Antonio's literally winning me over it. with this argument. Wanted it to be better. I mean, it's just you literally look at the Karate Kid storyline, and this is it. Sean is Daniel. Just gonna be fucking races. Han is basically Mr. Miyagi in teaching him how to drift. You know. DK. Yeah, it's the same story. They even do the wax on, wax on reference. Yep. DK is part of, you know, Cobra Kai, basically, in, in it. <laughs> he kicks his ass at the beginning, and then he overcomes it at the end. Like, I'm pretty sure all of you like the Karate Kid, at, at least tolerate I don't actually like the Karate Kid. No, I don't actually like no. the Karate Kid. No. What in the... F- We're not going to do the, this tonight. The new one, not the, not the old one, Ryan. No, 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 I don't like oh. either one of them. I don't like either I don't like, like Jamie uh, Smith. Not. I don't like Karate Kid. What the fuck? I don't. (laughs) Have I been living the lie this like the last fifteen years? Is the lie that we're friends? Is that what it is? (laughs) The lie that you guys don't like Karate Kid. This is this is like when I discovered that Antonio speaks Spanish. (laughs) Have I told you that? Did I tell you that? Did I lie to you? I don't. I don't think it ever came up. I've been living under this assumption that you guys that everyone liked Karate Kid. Ryan, let's run away together. You guys can drift off together. <laughs> you know what would be faster? Is if you just fucking drove in a straight line. Thank you. <laughs> why are when you running from cops and trying to escape, why are you drifting? Just go in a fucking straight line. They're going from like, they're going from the, in a five lane fucking road. They're going from the far left lane to the far right lane. And it's like, you could have just stayed in one lane. It looks like a Corgi race. <laughs> like if a Corgi was racing, that's what it would look like from fucking side to side, just drifting. Nobody in the passenger seat's like, you, this isn't very efficient. Why don't you just turn left? They established <laughs> at the beginning of the film, like if you go a certain speed, the cops don't even fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. So right. why not just go straight? Antonio, answer that one. There were a lot of pedestrians around and they couldn't go that fast. I'll buy that. 
I like it. I like it. I mean, it, he didn't seem to care when he was literally sliding into a giant crowd of people. They were okay. CGI'd. I mean, they got they moved out of the way. They did. They knew what, it was strange that everyone knew what was up. He honked. Time out, time out. Nick, I want to get nerdy for a second with you. Just me and you, okay. real quick. Just nerdy. Yes, let's do it. What do you think of that I'm shot? Ready. When he's drifting into the crowd of people, do you think it was a good shot? I feel like you're baiting me here. No, I'm not baiting you. I'm I'm really wanting to know your deal because I like I thought I was like, man, that's a beautiful shot. I did like it. I think that I think that um, a lot of the racing shots are good here. I think they I think they look good. I thought so too. Do we like the fast cutting from like the grill to the? I mean, that's that's the that's the fast part of the furious to movie. the nostrils to the gauges to back to someone's eyeballs. They don't do the classic, uh, the classic Fast and Furious thing where it like, it goes into the Nas thing and like follows it throughout the engine, and they didn't it, shift fifteen times. It, it focuses which is, more on the driver. This movie, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems more like a, um, you know, because drifting, drifting is an art form, really. You know, it's a, it's a whole different kind of kind of racing. So I, I, I like, I like the approach that they took to show. The the best nice. shot to me was when. In that initial garage scene, uh, where DK is drifting, and they cut the camera to show how close he was to hit hitting that you know wall, and he wasn't. He just like that was some great CGI. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't real. Stop. A lot of it was real though. Did not hold up very well because you immediately could look at that shot and tell that that was CGI. Brandon, I want you to go back and watch some old J.J. fucking Abrams movies and tell what, me which, about which, how shitty which those look. Which J.J. Abrams movie would you like for me to go back and watch and enjoy? Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a treat. I've got all of them on DVD. <laughs> we did touch on this a little bit earlier. Ryan, you were talking about things that looked nice in this. I, I really wish that, um, that they had shown off more of Japan. Because I'm a I'm a big fan of Japan. This is uh, this is one of the reasons why I watched I watched this movie in halves, and I watched the first half very late at night, and I was like, you know what? This is not necessarily a terrible movie because it's like the intro to Japan part. It's like, hey, let's establish, let's let's set the scene here, and they were like just showing Tokyo, and I. I don't know about anybody else here, but I have a particularly particular affinity for Tokyo. I've never been. I've never been to Japan, but uh, I like the idea of it. Same. So I was I was happy with that. Well, I think that kind of leads us to, though, uh, the story, I guess, that me and Antonio alluded to earlier. It is almost impossible or and I don't think it actually happens. I don't think that uh, you can get film permits uh, in uh, Tokyo or it's very hard to. Um, so when Justin Lin, Justin Lin talks about shooting this movie, uh, he talks about having to like go in, get his shots and then leave. Uh, and so that scene that you guys were talking about, uh, at the intersection, famous, inter- uh, Shiba crossroad or cross Shibuya? Shibuya? Shibuya. Yes. Um, <laughs> they talk about how, uh, they had like 20 minutes to get a shot, uh, before the police showed up. Um, to kind of shut down filming. So they do it real quick. Police show up. And then uh, the unit, the studio had actually hired a guy who was supposed to, if there was trouble, 
um, was supposed to stand up and say, hey, I'm the director and get arrested. And uh, so police show up for the Shibuya scene. Uh, they're like, who's the director here? And the the, guy, the stand-in that the studio hires stands up and says, hey, I'm the director. Uh, he gets arrested for the night. Uh, he actually ends up being in the movie. He is the bathhouse attendant who, uh, when uh, Sean goes in to retrieve the money, uh, is the guy yelling at him in uh, Japanese when he walks into the to the uh, the bathhouse. Oh yeah, 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 that's a dope story. That's wild. Yeah. Did we get enough Tokyo? We we clearly got enough drifting. Did we get enough Tokyo in Tokyo Drift? Probably could have been a little bit more. Did anybody else think that that car garage <laughs> shit was really fucking cool? Even like fifteen years after the fact. Oh, oh hell yeah! Like oh, when Bow Wow's yeah. cars coming out and they're doing like the the like a Ferris wheel inside of a fucking garage. I mm-hmm. was like, I don't remember that scene. I was super like, whoa, what is this? Did anybody else think it was weird that Twink is overcompensating for something? <laughs> that fucking Hulk car. <laughs> is he overcompensating? I've never I've never seen someone drive a Scion XB and thought to myself, or a Honda Element and thought that they were overcompensating for anything. I mean, when you slap the Hulk on there, you, you got to be overcompensating for something, right? I don't know. He's pretty confident in himself. I mean, the fact that your name is Twink. How did he get any name Twink? Maybe it was just easier for Japanese people to pronounce Twink. Oh, you know how he got the name Twink. Is Okay, so we'll, we'll do Bow Wow first. Nobody seemed to care about Bow Wow. Does, does nobody like Bow Wow in this? I thought he was good. He's fine. I thought he was all right in this too. Yeah, he did what he needed to. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pissed if they bring him back for another Fast and Furious. Spoiler alert: They did. <laughs> which one? What the fuck are we doing here? Wait, which which they, one? They super did. Spoiler alert: in Eight or seven? I'm no. sorry. When? At the very beginning. Wait, which one? Seven. Oh Seven yeah, they do. Them. He like tells them he he tells them about Han dying, right? Did I not fucking see Seven? Did you not see the Jason Statham Fast and Furious movie? There's two of them. He teams up with The Rock. No, that's a stand. That's a spinoff. There's also like unconfirmed rumors that he might be involved in Nine. You guys need to stop giving Ryan all this background information because it's going to force me to watch all the movies this weekend. Oh, to catch is there also a rumor that Lucas Black is going to be in Nine as well? He's in the trailer. Yeah, he's in it. Oh, he is in the trailer? Okay, all right. Yeah, he's in it. So is John Cena. What? Oh, Ryan, my sweet summer child. Ryan. Does nobody watch trailers? Does nobody follow movie news? I mean, you can't have more than like one wrestler in this shit, right? Like that would just be weird. Well, that's why The Rock's not in nine. Yeah, it, it would it would throw off the balance. All right, guys, I'm going to drift off gonna drift off into the sunset so you all have a good night. <laughs> Bye, Derek. Can Jen, is Jen allowed to talk now? Are there still, are there still spoilers going on? <laughs> oh, Thank you. Did you mute yourself so you didn't hear spoilers for Fast and Furious? She took, she took the headphones off because yeah. of this book. Why? Brandon, she's not going to watch. No, I'm going to make myself do it. I I stopped watching when Paul Walker died. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to start from the beginning. Oh, that's when I get Be- good. I'm, that's like... The beginning? No. No, when Paul Walker dies. 
that what you're saying? So I've missed three out of nine. Like that's still a lot. There haven't yeah, been. I haven't. I haven't seen the ninth eight. one hasn't come out yet. I oh, so, I, I don't think I've seen eight at all. So then I'm missing two out of eight, which so I've seen. Eight's a lot. pretty bad. You can price get eight. Although Hobbs and Shaw is technically in the franchise, so you haven't seen. And it. that's great. You should watch that. No spoilers. No, who comes back or who? Di- Jen, tell me why you hate this movie. The writing's terrible. Yeah. It's really the writing. Yep. And the acting. Yeah, well, yeah that too. <laughs> okay, but you don't go into a Fast and Furious movie looking for Oscar-worthy acting. The acting was fine in the first two. Mm. Also, I want to touch back on Bow Wow did a great job. He's probably one of the best actors in the whole movie, if that tells you anything about the acting in the movie. That's I, what I mean. I don't, yeah. But Bow Wow is a good actor. See, and I thought he was just fine in this. But he's still the, one of the best actors in the movie. That tells you about the rest of the actors in the movie. Other than Han. Han was great. Han was the best. Yes. I do not disagree with that. So everyone sees themselves in like some version of Han in this movie, right? Or was that just me? Do you think you're Han? In what way? Yeah, 100% approval rating. Okay. <laughs> It, I mean, it's true. Nobody, everyone loves Antonio. Nobody gets upset at Antonio. I mean, except Jen. I don't know. Just, just Han's whole demeanor. Like, so I don't care. You know, I, I do see that in you. Yes. Just me, like, you know, him tossing the keys to Sean at the beginning. Like, here, take my car. When I don't even know if he can drive. It's like, wow. you know, that time I was really drunk and I gave my keys to Jen to drive my truck. Like. Well, I'm a better driver than Lucas Black. I'll say that. You didn't have to drift that truck, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Han is, Han is the MVP here. I, th- I feel like everybody, um, that, that's a universal thing. That has to be. I guess that's why they brought him back. I, part of me thinks that's why they kept him as uh, made Tokyo Drift. A, I, don't, I don't even know what you would call it when they, when they came out with it, but decided that it must come after they had to bring Han back, right? Like once they killed him in this one, they were like, oh shit, he's really good. We have to bring him back, right? We have to make this movie, you know, come later in the timeline somehow. Um, he, he does have this speech about, he asks, uh, I, I think it's when Lucas Black is driving his Han's car. He's like, why, why do you drift? And, and he says, oh, you know, to prove that I'm faster to, to be the best to prove that I'm faster than someone else or whatever. He's like, why do you, why do you drift? And I'm like, oh, you know, like I don't really, I don't really fucking race. Like I, I need a reason to drift essentially. And then like later on, he's like, I'll show you why I drift. And then drifts in a circle around some bitches, like to get somebody's number. And like, that's enough. That's Han seems very deep and philosophical, but he's like, you know what? I really just, I'm in this for the women. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm here to hang out with models and clubs and drift in circles around women. And be rich because he's already rich, but whatever. I have a comment about his like racing, but you know, because of Jen and Ryan's lack of Fast and Furious knowledge, I'll, I'll just withhold. No, that. bring it on, dude. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Bring it on. Jen should have seen these movies by now. I've yeah, seen, I should have seen these movies by now. That's fucking I've bullshit. Six out of eight. Paul Walker died and I couldn't do it. There's a, there, there was a funny quote I, I read when I was reading 
uh, reviews and everything. Well, I think it's funny. Jen, you'll be offended by it and probably hate it. But uh, one of the reviews I read for this movie, uh, and I'm going to quote, uh, this is by a gentleman named Dave White. He said, best of all, Paul Walker isn't in it. His replacement, Lucas Black, has more charisma in his left thumb than Walker has in his entire gl- glowing body. That's bullshit. Have you ever seen oh. The Skulls? That was clearly satire. Like, that's like that. That's a joke. Yeah, I agree with Jen. That's satire, right? No, the rest of the review is actually. Is he related to Luke, Lucas Black? Like, I don't. Uh, his last name is White, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> that's fucking funny, dude. I'm sorry. He's bad, right? Like, he's he has to be the worst actor we've talked about. That's not even a fun fact. It's a. I looked up 13 surprising things you didn't know about Lucas Black. None of them are surprising, by the way. (laughs) The last one says he's naturally talented. And it says with so many years in the field, it's surprising to learn that he's never had any formal acting training. Not surprising. (laughs) That's uh, (laughs) there's the very classic meme of, of like a, what is it? Like a bulldog? Like a like an explanation of what a bulldog is as a breed, and it just doesn't make any sense. And they say, "Dude, did a bulldog write this?" That makes me. That whole article is like, "Did did Lucas Black write this?" <laughs> I want to share this later on because none of them are none of these are surprises. One of them just says he played football in high school. Wow! And he likes country music. <laughs> Didn't guess that one. And he's a fan of uh, what they called Roll Tide. Obviously, like he's from Alabama, so all of those. Oh, so that means his accent was real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, he can't act. He can't do a different accent. Just real quick, he does the same accent in Friday Night Lights, Tokyo Drift, and NCIS New Orleans. Okay, I'm not going to have across the board. Shame this man, though, for Friday Night Lights because that's the best sports movie ever. He did take away from this movie a little bit, but I actually think he adds a little bit of charm to this film. Because I, it, 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 no, 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 in a certain way, but like in, in, in rewatching this film, it was not nearly as bad as I remember it being. Like there is a, there's a storyline, there's some racing, some cuts, some editing, there's some good music. There's, they brought back the low rise gene. Thank Ugh. God. Can we talk about, can we talk about. No, no, about- no, Nick's with me on that one. <laughs> We're a fan of low rise jeans, aren't we? Who among us? Japan is the capital of the, the fashion capital of that side of the world, according to Bow Wow. And they look like that. <laughs> and they look like that. But I will like, do you guys remember when this like it was fashionable to just wear the smallest piece of fabric on your top and your bottom at the same time? I watched The Simple Life. That one girl in the skirt walking yeah. away. Yes. That's all I can think of. It's very, yeah. Thanks, Paris Hilton, for all of the fashion from 2004 to 2006. Fuck you. Um, what do you do if you don't look like super small and skinny? Then you're not an extra on this film. I'm just, in general. Same thing you do now. Wear yoga pants. I was going to say sweatpants. Yeah. Ryan, you, you would ask the question earlier, what, what the thing, what the number one problem, like the first thing that comes to mind when I, when I say that this is a bad movie or that I didn't like this movie and why I, uh, I don't like Lucas black in this movie. Um, he sucks. His accent sucks. I don't like looking at his mouth, um, when he's talking and I don't like looking at his mouth when he's not talking. And I don't want his face to be on the screen 
at any point in time over the course of the fucking hundred and five minutes or it would have been okay if the the love interest was like a reasonably good actress. But instead, we got what is her name? Natalie Kelly as Neela. Like, what the fuck is going on here? She reminds me of um did anybody watch Ed Ed and Eddie? And yeah. they had the yep. they had the the plank. She <laughs> talks like she's a fucking plank of wood. <laughs> That's her acting ability here. How did she get this role? There are scenes where it's Lucas Black, and those are the worst parts. Well, the worst parts of the movie. Yes, they are. Part of me says that they're the worst parts. I do. I do. There's a soft spot in my heart for the scene where Natalie Kelly is is driving and they and they are drifting down the mountain and like the most soft somber music is playing and she's they're having like an emotional heart to heart while they're j- just drifting that's a like they couldn't just be bothered to stop at like a very scenic overlook or something like they have to do it while they're drifting and they have to look into each other's eyes deeply to like convey emotion but not look at the fucking road it's more romantic that way. It is. Well, drifting's about feeling, so presumably she'd been up that mountain before and down that mountain, so. Yeah, with DK. <laughs> <laughs> she is horrible, and the worst scenes are the scenes where it's just Lucas Black and Natalie Kelly. Well, I think her best scene probably is right after Han dies and they're on that train. Yeah. And they don't say anything. <laughs> am i allowed to give out this award now is it time by all means or do you guys talk about her some more i don't know what there is to talk about other than her australian accent that only showed up halfway through do you want to give a little introduction to this award that i think is going to be a recurring thing going forward listen i i think i think we all had the same reaction to 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 a certain performance in in the great gatsby and i i feel like Whenever we can all come to the same agreement that someone has uh, so drastically lowered the quality of a movie, which I mean, the thing about this about Tokyo Drift for me is like, God, you didn't you didn't have to do a lot, but she she really drops it. I'm nominating Natalie Kelly for the Toby Maguire Award. <laughs> <laughs> all in favor? The Toby Maguire <laughs> Memorial Award because uh, yeah. is his career dead or? I think hers is after this. So she went on to make some music videos. She was in the departed. Oh, wait, sorry. I read that wrong. The depraved, not the departed. (laughs) (laughs) Missed it by that much. Oh, she was in dynasty. Do you guys remember how bad that show was? Not the old one, but the, when they tried to bring it back with Jordana Brewster, you take her name out of your mouth. Another fast and furious alum. That's right. Wonder if she died. Stop. Stop. There was more plot with her. (laughs) Did she die? Did they bring her back too? Stop. I'm taking the headphones off. Jen, headphones off now. (laughs) Oh, I just got, I read a spoiler. (laughs) What are you doing doing over there? What are you doing over there? I was just looking her up. (laughs) Whatever. And I, she took off her headphones like it's going to stop her from reading the article. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing over there? I just saw her Wikipedia. That's it. 
Natalie Kelly or Georgiana Brewster? <laughs> Natalie Kelly. Natalie Kelly needs more plot in this movie. Brandon. What do you want from me, Nick? <laughs> it, it is weird that the kind of love story that they tried to play off with uh, with Neela and Sean, you never really got the payoff. I guess you assume that they ended up together after the the race where he beats DK. You don't get that her hero's kiss or you know anything like that. But maybe in that culture, becoming the starter of a race is like a big thing. Right, right. Like like uh like the guy in the beginning when they first did the DK uh Lucas Black, he was actually DK's real boyfriend. Exactly. Right, 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 right. She hadn't she hadn't ascended yet. Not the ghost. <laughs> Not the ghost. <laughs> real quick, real quick, I want to ask a question. This is a picking knit or I'm I'm just whatever, I don't know what to call it. I call it picking knits. If it's a mountain, wouldn't they be cold at the top? The adrenaline. Boom. That's what I was thinking. Like, why do I need a jacket on this cold ass mountain? I'm racing. Of all the things to pick a knit about in this movie. Somebody put on a jacket. (laughs) Yeah, my problem is that DK's car falls off the side of the fucking mountain and he doesn't just like die. Yeah. He gets like mildly hit by a Volvo, like driven by an elderly Japanese man. He had a head on collision with the Volvo. I thought he got like T-boned. I thought it hit him on the side. That oh. that was Morimoto that went head on. He, oh. he got T-boned. You wrong. They all look alike. I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> she can say that. Just because you're half Asian? Wow. Derek leaves and you got to take over? <laughs> well, no, but like you guys were talking about how, you know, DK doesn't die after falling over. Looking big picture, uh with the knowledge that we have now after fast four, five, six, seven, eight is you, this movie is really where they kind of start to jump. They don't completely jump the shark, but it kind of sets the table for being able to drag a fucking vault, you know, across Rio um, as far as like the stunts and the craziness that is going to follow in the franchise. Like you don't, this kind of plants the seeds for that. I don't know. I mean, I felt like this was maybe the most realistic of these movies and then everything after this is just fucking ridiculous. Yes and no. But also did anyone else not find it weird when he came home, like basically his first night going to school in Japan and the dad, like he came home late and the dad was like, you've been racing. <laughs> like he could just smell it on him. I can like, smell it on your boy. Like he didn't say anything and he just like looked at him and was like, you've been racing. Like, I don't get it. I mean, aren't parents smart? Don't they all know what we've been doing? I hope like, not. We think we've been slick all these years, and I just would have assumed he'd be lost in Tokyo. I would. I hate to like defend this movie, but I mean, that's what he got sent to Japan for, right? It's because he kept getting in trouble for racing. Yeah, I mean, the first thing—the first thing his dad says, or one of the first things his dad says, right—is that I don't want you touching cars. But then he's got that fucking car in his in his fucking garage that he just tinkers with occasionally. Lucas Black's character does not look like the most personable person I've ever met. Do you really think you can convince somebody in one day of fucking school, hey, bro, let me borrow your car so I can go fucking race? Doesn't make any fucking sense. You want to drive my Holt car? Perfect. You want to <laughs> drift? Race the, the, the Drift King? Fucking perfect. Let's do it. But that's on Bow Wow, though. Like, 
he decided to befriend this dude because like, oh, it's another American, probably a military brat like me. Like, let me do this guy solid and maybe I'll make a quick buck off of it. And presumably they spend the whole day getting to know each other. It's not like they went like from lunch. They skipped, you know, the second half of school that that day and immediately went and drove. They probably had to walk over to the garage where, you know, his car was probably got to know each other a little bit. So you telling me you spend a half a day with a dude, you're going to let him drive your car? Fuck no. I don't know what goes on in the future with Han because like you don't know this guy and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, here's my car. Go race. I didn't understand that whole like plot point. Like what what have you seen from this? He probably knows DK's a dick and he's just like, oh, this dude is like not backing down and he's like, fuck it. You know, if if he's got the money and he doesn't care about, you know, material goods or anything, like he says, I want to see what the kids got. Warranted or not, he's showing all this bravado against probably the top guy in in the city who nobody would fuck with. I'll buy that. And he's just over here, like, calling him, you know, the Japanese Justin Timberlake. And as he's walking away to go race, he doesn't just let him, he doesn't let the shit go. He's just like, good luck, Timberlake. And, like, that's like, all right, cool. Like, this dude, he's got balls. Yeah, why would you take offense to that? I don't know. Pretty boy motherfucker. Now that I think about it, I'm like, you know what? Han saw another American, which reminded him of his American family. And that's why he gave him the car keys. Now that I know what I know from what you guys spoiling for me, I'm like, dude, this all makes sense. And little by little, by making those little connections, this, I'm going to tell you, Antonio, this movie is climbing up my rating scale. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, this isn't a bit or anything like that. Like, I'm seriously thinking, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I just answered my own question by thinking about all the spoilers and shit. Again, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but watching this movie again with like the benefit of having seen all the movies, like this movie gets better once you see how the entire story was not meant to be played out because obviously the technology in it is very dated and it's weird how you go from God's eye to fucking flip phones. I don't know. Like I think the movie gets a a greater appreciation once you've seen everything. But Nick, what did, what did, like, if you could, like, I, I know from what you've said previously, you're not a big fan of this film, but what, if you could take one thing away that you actually enjoyed other than the shot that you and I were talking about earlier, like what, what did you like about this film? Like, what could you and Antonio agree on and be like, this works? Drifting as a thing was not something that I was aware of. And it's obviously very ingrained in that culture. So, so being able to spotlight a kind of subculture in within like a society that I already thought was cool or within a city and country that I already thought was cool that I didn't even know about was, uh, was pretty cool. Um, and I think that that works into the whole, I, I think this is one of those movies that, um, it's a, it's a nice time capsule movie, I guess, you know, you watch it and you feel you can, you, you feel a couple of different things, but you feel 2005, um, and, and, and it's, and it's something that is not an awkward 2005. It's just, a I don't know. It's, it's just nice. I, I have a, I lived through it obviously. So part of it is nostalgia, but I have an affection for the early two thousands. And I think that, um, that this movie does it in an interesting way or, or shows an interesting side of that. Jill, let me ask you a quick, uh, a question. What is your least favorite part of this movie? And the problem, you, and and then what is your favorite part that where you and Antonio could just come together and be like, 
yes, this movie's good for this reason. I would combine my least favorite to be the script slash plot just because there's plot holes. Overall, the plot is cool. They just, they missed the mark a lot of times. They didn't bridge anything together. There's no reason for Sean's character to be doing any of this shit, but like, um, writing bad. And it's honestly, it's mostly Lucas black, but anyways, uh, I guess the only thing that would save it. And again, Antonio already said that he wasn't really a car guy, so it doesn't, really work but i would say the cars not that i'm a car person i do appreciate cars and i think i enjoy cars more than nick does i i read the outline and i hadn't rewatched the film yet after i read your outline but i was like dude that cafeteria food looks fucking delicious except for that little purple thing that looks like an eraser i'd eat it he said it was good but i don't know what it was it looked like a pencil eraser that's probably Lucas Black was like, what? that's that wasn't acting. Lucas Black was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, that guy sitting in the director chair tells me to eat it. I'm just going to eat it. <laughs> God, I fucking hate Lucas Black. It's my job. Also, the verbiage he uses in this movie is fucking terrible and really problematic. It's just all bad. Like, what is it at the end It ma- where it also makes no sense where he's like talking to his dad and I don't have the script in front of me, but he's just like, I got to do this. <laughs> and I was just like, why? It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, what are you doing? You're 17 or 18. And honestly, his dad, other than the whole like walking out on him part, <laughs> he was trying to be a good dad and like keep him on the straight and narrow. And then he just let his son go like settle things with a Yakuza boss. I don't know. His dad should have just shot DK and they could have just moved back to the US. I mean, no, that's called murder. Oh, Okay. So now we're against murder in this movie when it comes to killing the bad guy. Why do y'all like DK so much? DK is a misunderstood character. DK is going to have forever wrinkles and a hunchback because he just looks angry and crouched over this entire movie. Y'all keep bringing up him dating high school girls and everything. Where was this when Paul Rudd was dating high school girls and fucking clueless? We took issue with that too. Where was this when Ryan fucking Reynolds was literally preying on 16-year-olds through the whole movie of waiting. He showed some growth in that movie and decided to wait at the end of it. DK never showed any growth. Paul Rudd is barely in college in that movie, and then also we don't really know how old DK is. He looks like he's fucking 30. Yeah. He's probably first year in college. But I'd like to think that this isn't the last we've seen of DK. Are you spoiling not. something for us? No, Does no. Does he come back? Does he come back too? Th- this is me just spitballing and like having my own theory. Like in in spoiler alert in in Hobbs and Shaw, like there's oh there's a bad guy there, and we don't know who who it is. And I just oh think God. it'd be cool if you found a way to tie DK to it. I'm not even going to be able to talk shit about that because it's essentially it's Spectre for 007 in this trilogy or this this the Daniel Craig series that we have going on. And I'm going to be super fucking pissed if there's like this fucking organization that's been behind all of Vin Diesel's fucking troubles for all of these movies. I'm going to be so mad <laughs> if that's what it is. I'm not even going to be able to talk shit about it. 
I'm just have to sit here and say, well, you know, I mean, if there's a fucking shadowy organization, I mean, what are you going to do about it? Sometimes they just fucking, they do that shit. I just, I don't, I, I hope we haven't seen the last of him. I thought it was good. We're, we're presumably getting at least two more Fast and Furious movies. Holy shit. Probably another going. Hobbs and Shaw. I was talking to Jen about this. It's super wild that there are, technically there are nine already in this universe. Like how many other movies even get to nine? I don't know. How many franchises? You know? Mission Impossible got a lot. Yeah, I mean, Mission Impossible is only at like six, seven. The, the Harry Potter movies got eight. Yeah, Harry Potter got eight. There's a, a Bond was the one that I thought of, but I mean, there have been multiple Bonds, so it kind of breaks it up a little bit. Star uh, Trek and Star Wars. It's truly, it's just, it's wild watching this movie and thinking that this franchise does that. You know what I mean? Well, okay, that brings an interesting yeah. question because I, I did I did want to ask this question. Like, did this movie prove that stars didn't matter? That the it was actually the actual franchise itself that could stand along on its own. This was this was without Paul Walker for the most part. It was without Vin Diesel, and it still drove a sense of people wanting to see this film. Like, was this about the cars? Was this about the story? Your question is difficult to answer because most of the success for this film came internationally. Like it wasn't a domestic hit, but maybe it's because that this movie kind of branched out and it took it away from that LA and you know, that LA street racing scene launched it into that international sphere where now you're going to Tokyo, Rio, Abu Dhabi, London, fucking in eight, they go to Russia. Like, I don't know. I think it's the international appeal that this, that this movie kind of presented to the franchise that eventually led it to where it is today. That's a good point. I mean, I'm sure they saw the, I'm sure they saw the worldwide numbers versus the domestic numbers. And they were like, I mean, cause that's what happens, right? People set their movies in in other places to get the, to get worldwide box office. But I'm sure they saw that and they were like, you know what? Okay. If we're going to make a fourth one, let's make this an international one so that, you know, people will, will actually, you know, the world over, we can make this a, a worldwide uh, franchise as opposed to just like a, a U.S. franchise. People, mm-hmm. there is a market out there for this. What franchises should learn or blockbusters should learn is that like, take a fucking break. Like, take a break, do something outside of the box if your shit is, you know, lagging a little bit or whatever. Like, take a break, do this, do a, like you're talking about, make a movie, make a movie with some unknowns. Make Rogue One, you know? Make a right, small movie. Right. Yes. And so, you know, you get some people who are going to like the movie and be very passionate about it. And some people are going to be like, man, I really wish we could get the old thing back. I'm super excited to see. And that's I feel like that's part of the reason why. I mean, Fast and Furious, I think the fourth one was Fast and Furious. That one got even worse reviews than Tokyo Drift. Like that one, I think, is universally regarded as the worst one. And it still made a fuck ton of money because people were just excited and they they fucking in the the build up to it they were like hey we got a, we got the gang back together like it's all these people that you want to see you know we know you missed it the last time so you get all of those people you know that's what you you need to do i uh i don't think i'd rewatch this movie oh are we going there if i uh if uh, if push came to shove i don't i don't think i'd rewatch i it's just the acting is too bad for me to rewatch this movie 
I can't do it. If there's a Snyder cut of this movie where it's just Han scenes, then I'd rewatch it. Yeah. In a heartbeat. But uh, because of because of Lucas Black and 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 Natalie Kelly and uh, and a couple other people, I think uh, I think I'm going to have to give this a I'm going to you know, I know I know we don't like when people do this. I'm going to give it a one point five. This movie for me, God suffers from the fact that it is a Fast and Furious movie. I hate I hate this the franchise. I, I I think that they should have stopped at one. I think that Vin Diesel when he turned down two was right. One could have stood alone as a classic and you could never have touched the franchise again. And I feel like every one of these after it has been a money grab uh, as it has jumped the shark more and more. Uh, this movie is a one for me. <laughs> I mean, the most legit parts of this movie were the actual races. She's not lying. That's the only thing. Like, it, I don't know. Okay, but Jennifer, what are uh, what are you rating this movie? A two. What? I was surprised by that. Okay. I said it was worse than I remember, but that's because I forgot how bad like the acting was. But I do enjoy the actual Fast and Furious part of it. Like the actual racing, like all that, like none of the other side stuff, not the love interest that was completely unnecessary. Like I asked Nick, I was like, did they do this to like for the maybe like the female audience? But I was like, what female audience went and saw this? I mean, I did, but it's it's me. It wasn't even like a real love interest. Like, I don't understand. He talked to her one time and the other guy was like, you talked to my girl. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Get out of here. Like it was his first day in Japan. Like I don't understand. Anyways, in it Japan, it's just yeah. There was more misses than hits, but I'd still say two because I actually am a fan of the franchise. Clearly, you're very forgiving when it comes to bad acting in this franchise. All right, so I went into this week thinking I don't give a fuck. This movie's a one. Like I don't. I don't care what Antonio Cesar does. And then I happened to watch the movie and I was like, you know what? This film is better than I thought it was. I was like, I, I have to watch this. And I'm thinking this movie is a two. It's a solid two by our rating system. This is a solid two. And then eight o'clock hits and we decide to do this podcast. And I hear everyone's joy talking about this film. And then I realize that it's much more intricate because apparently one of the characters dies and comes back to life. I'm not there yet. So now I'm thinking, oh my God, this shit is so spectacularly written. They were thinking like literally a decade ahead. This has to be a fucking four. And then I remember the fact that a dude falls off a fucking mountain, doesn't die. So for that, and for that reason, this movie is a three. What? Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. I love to see, uh, I love to see rational thinking. Antonio, you made a believer. Antonio, uh, very briefly, I I love the fact that your favorite Fast and Furious movie is the essentially the heist movie, the heist Fast and Furious movie. Yep. Um, I would en- I would encourage you to see some other heist movies. I've got I've got a great oh. franchise for you. Ocean's Twelve was so good. <laughs> I had already seen it, but I was Nick was sitting right there, and I was getting excited every scene. Boy, it had some moments, didn't it? Antonio, I'm gonna fuck fucking up. bite you. I'm gonna bite you. <laughs> like that scene where they were playing off the celebrity and Bruce Willis shows up, or did he show up? Did I read that? 
Did I watch oh. that? Who knows? <laughs> There's no way you've seen this movie and you aren't more excited about it. I don't know. He watched Hamilton and shit on that. I, he did. Go ahead, we'll change my mind. Time. <laughs> yeah, you've already wronged her. You've no, already wronged her. Why you want to go last so you could just like shit on this movie? Because that's pretty much what you've done this whole movie. So I have not. I've just asked questions and very reasonable questions. I spent a lot of time shitting on Lucas Black and Natalie Kelly for their bad accents, which are apparently their native accents because Natalie Kelly is Australian. She's like Peruvian Australian, and there's no way that she fucking sounds like that because no one would be around her. She did two different accents in the movie. She was confused. Yeah. One of them one of them was Australian for five seconds. The other one was fucking a plank of wood. It made no it... <laughs> plank. <laughs> Antonio. Uh so this is not on the JoJo Rabbit level, uh, but it's just a notch below. This this is a this is a three. It was a fun movie. You you don't like I said earlier. You don't go into watch into watching a Fast and Furious movie expecting an Oscar winning performance. You go in for the ridiculous stunts. You know, just w- what are they trying to do? Are they trying to save the world? Are we trying to steal something? We just racing for the fun of it. Like it, it's a perfect. I'm going to use the term guy movie. I think it's just a perfect guy movie. It's really making that case. um i I did want to i know we kind of glossed over like favorite scenes real quick i did want to sneak one in where neela goes to break up with dk and uh you know dk's dude for whatever reason i i just it i chuckled when the scene happened where they're clearing everyone out of the room and he just does this thing with his head like okay whatever and then just like Obviously, I can't do this on audio, but he just does this thing with his hands and his hair, just like whatever, and then just the fucking walks out. Like yeah. I don't know why, but that scene was just awesome. Uh, it's a three, and even more so on on its own, it's a three. When you understand the full context of the whole franchise, it's still a three, probably closer to a four, but it's I'll give it a three. Hey, listen, we can do we can do decimals. No, Antonio. I respect I I respect what the four point system was meant to be. Is Ryan, Ryan frozen? I, no, or? he's really Antonio. I had your fucking back. You convinced me, and you're gonna give this film a three. Yeah. Okay. I'll hand out four, guys. Amanda, I'm guessing I didn't talk you into anything higher than a two, did I? You might have. <gasps> Everybody's. <gasps> Before you give your rating, I want to remind you that at this scene, the pinnacle scene where he was like, I know, we'll race. Our 11 year old was like, are you serious? Can I just we just replaced Antonio with her? Does she want to do a podcast? You should have seen her when we were watching the scene where Han just like does donuts around that other car. She's like, what is he doing? (laughs) Why is he doing that? <laughs> no, no one will ever replace Antonio. Go ahead, Jen. No, I was just going to say, just to remind you, at the end of the movie, when he wins the race, the other, like the uncle, I don't remember what his name is, says to Lucas Black, you're free to go. I was like, was he ever not going to be able to be free to go? Because he had to leave town anyway. He had no reason to be involved. Like, <laughs> I, just want to remind, I just want to remind you, he had no... 
business with Han in that sense. He wasn't stealing anything for whatever reason. He decided he was like, I need to do this. And then like one and then the uncle was like, you're free to go. I was like, none of that makes sense. Convince me otherwise. Amanda has been talked back down. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to remind you of the I wrote it down because it bothered me that much that he says you're free to go. Like, Jen might have talked me yeah, back down too. Yeah, you <laughs> this was the hill I was comfortable dying on, so fuck it. I've I've done everything I needed to. Go, Amanda, give me that too. Amanda, give me that too. The writing is bad. Uh there's a lot of holes in the story. The script is fucking horrible. The actors who are reading the script are fucking horrible. Except for Han. What is it, Nick? Just feels like there's a butt coming. I really like the car, the car, the race scenes. Um, I'm gonna give it a two, like Antonio said I would. That's right. Okay. Because Jen's fault. I'm not gonna rewatch this, and I was sad that I had to rewatch it this time because you. As Nick said, you can't get past the bad acting. It hurts. The two to- is a rewatch, a maybe it- rewatch. Yeah, but this rating system fucking blows, so I'm reversing it, okay? <laughs> you can't slander our own fucking rating system on our pod. It's my hashtag, Derek. Leave me alone. I hate Derek. Leave me alone. Every- everybody needs a bit. <laughs> I am not... I. It really hurt me to rewatch this movie because it was like the acting is really bad and it's really cringy and hard to watch. But I would recommend it to other people. People I hate. <laughs> no. I mean, it's a fun watch if you're into that kind of stuff, right? And if you're not worried about the acting. I don't know who that person is. I guess it's Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan. Ryan gave this a 3 2. Oh, you did? We'll have words later. So we got any um, recommendations after seeing this movie? So listen, if you like movies where you can just uh where you can where you can turn your brain off, if you like movies about cars but you don't actually like if you like watching cars but you're not actually a car person. And also, if you are like um a 10-year-old boy, I think that you would like the movie Speed Racer. You know that's a terrible movie. Thank you. It looks so good. It looks so good though. Nick was like, Brandon would have liked this. I thought you were kidding when you put that shit on the timeline. Nick, how far into the movie were you when I got home? Mm, uh, I don't know, like an hour in. God, this movie was so long. So there's some big race scene, and all this shit's happening. Like there's a huge buildup in like. Spoiler, like, I guess this team wins this, like, qualifying race. And I was like, oh, that was a cool movie. And, like, paused it or something. There were still 40 minutes left of this movie. <laughs> no, it's fucking terrible. If you had to re-watch Speed Racer or Tokyo Drift. I'd watch Tokyo Drift for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, well. That's why you should watch Speed Racer, because you can watch... I, this is a recommendation for everyone here because after Cleanse watching exactly after watching Tokyo Drift, you're gonna watch Speed Racer and be like, "Oh, okay, Tokyo Drift actually wasn't that bad." Does anybody have a good movie to recommend? Because I've the next Fast and Furious movie. Yes, Fast the Five. Fourth one? The fourth no, one. No, the next one is the fourth one, and the fourth one sucks. 
Yes. You know what? It's, it can't be worse than Tokyo Drift. Oh, but it, but is. It, it is. It it's, is. Now, Nicholas, well, we'll watch it tonight because I have the four packs. The second worst one. I have the Did you buy the ultimate ride? I have. What is it? She already <laughs> I owned. I bought it when it came out. Hold on. I will recommend two movies uh, Ford v. Ferrari and Turbo, the animated film about the racing snail, because that shit is way better than Tokyo Drift. Fucking Turbo? movie's funny antonio what's your recommendation uh fast five fast six fast seven and hobbs and shaw it feels like a lot of commitment it's worth the ride can we skip four or do you need you can 100 percent skip four don't worry is it because it's it's that's all you need to know (laughs) ryan's face I'm pretty sure I've watched up to Fast Five, but I don't really know. They all run together. Five is the best one. All of you love heist movies. You will love Five. The safe so stupid. Being dragged along the street. So Does that stupid. ring any bells? Yep, just dumb. It's literally stupid. the worst fucking heist ever. You're the fucking worst heist ever. <laughs> Are we doing any FMKs? I put one in there. Ooh. Uh, I did a movie one. I basically picked what are generally, well, two of them are cons- are regarded as bad movies. And then the third one I regarded as a bad movie. So fuck, Mary kill Tokyo drift, wild, wild west, Rocky five. I'm going to kill Rocky five. Cause I haven't okay. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck Tokyo drift. Cause it's a good time. Just close your eyes. Actually, <laughs> plug your ears. Don't close your eyes. And I'm going to marry Wild Wild West. Yeah, I said it. That's what I would say. I think I speak for Antonio and I, where I would say, we are going to marry Rocky Five. we're going to fuck Tokyo Drift, and we're going to kill Wild Wild West. Yep. Antonio, you with me? Yes, sir. Mm. Threes unite. Nick, Tokyo Drift, Wild Wild West, Rocky Five. you got to fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. In in chronological order, I'm going to fuck Wild Wild West. I'm going to marry Tokyo Drift, and then I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Please don't go, girl. <laughs> Another franchise that probably had too many movies. Rocky? Yeah. Have you seen any of the Creed movies? Nope. Yeah, have you seen have you seen any of the other Rocky movies? We need a Creed no. 3. I'm surprised you haven't seen Creed considering Michael B. Jordan. Wait, me? Yeah. You know, I don't care for Michael B. Jordan. Okay, we'll I see do. him in Creed. Is it because he's black? Yeah, it's because he's, he's not white. It's because he's not white. <laughs> First of all, fuck you. You know damn well that's not true. Yeah. If I gave my top five celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Wait, who are your top five? T.I. Yeah. What? Yeah. Don't ask questions. You could say whatever you want. It's whatever you like. Guys. Whatever. That's that's the. Oh, I thought you were. I thought that was the joke. It, it can be. There you go. There you go. Uh, 
Okay, so we got T.I. Who are the other four? Michael B. Jordan. He's not there. <gasps> Gasp. Um, who else is on my list? Alec Baldwin. No. Billy Baldwin. Chevy Chase. No. Nick. Okay, you're just being... Donald Glover. No, That's on Amanda's. Actually, he might that be. Oh, this would be a better game. Let's name our partners five. Might also be on my list. This would be. This would go on forever. No, I got him right now. Are you ready? You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Alec Baldwin, Donald Glover, Tracy Morgan. What the fuck? I'm basically naming 30 Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kenneth the Page. <laughs> Jack McBride. <laughs>